1: Everybody and welcome back. It is another episode of Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. Kelly, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, Elizabeth. Back in the saddle, feeling good. Um, it's always good to be here with you and to drop some knowledge and talk about what's going on in the industry, current events, things that are very applicable to all the real estate professionals' businesses. And so this will be a good one today.
1: Yeah, we got a hot topic, um, and one that uh, if you've listened to to some of our content in the past, you'll know that we we talked about this quite a bit on kind of predicting uh, what was going to happen. And I think we probably could all see it right with um, i buyers. The big eye buyers moving in, of course. They I don't think uh, i buyers in general are going to go anywhere, but. Um, you know, with the prices being as high as they were, it wasn't sustainable at the, the level that they were um, buying houses, a big one being Zillow. And uh, yes. Zillow has decided, I mean, of course, we all know the name Zillow. It's, you know, love it or hate it. They're um, I think they are here to stay, but they will no longer be buying real estate um, like they have been over the past year or so. I think maybe uh, about a year, eight, maybe 18 months, kind of around start of the pandemic is when they really um, went hard on on the eye buying and they have decided to shut it down. So Kelly, let's talk a little bit about what that means about, you know, the state of the market and uh, what that could mean for the future of iBuying and maybe how um, this is, you know, I don't know. Is it a win? Is it a loss? what it, what it What's the effects for real estate agents?
2: Yeah, you know what? It, for real estate agents now, this is a big win, okay? This is a big win. Now, I don't know that, again, when people talk about Zillow, they talk about Zillow as the, the main umbrella, right? But Zillow has different offerings, right? They have different um, divisions, different verticals within their company. So, you know, it, it can, so, so in other words, as a real estate professional, you don't have to be combative with them, right? Like I said, Zillow's not going anywhere. In fact, their premier agent business is extremely profitable right i mean so profitable that they had all this money, this extra cash they're going to go into now buying homes right the i buyers and zillow offers um so zillow does a very good job on some of their business models uh like premier agent and now you know in certain markets like in phoenix the flex program right phoenix atlanta etc so um so you you know it's hard to fault them on on just being you know or being compatible yeah yeah oh my goodness you know and listen, we all, we, and it's, it's of proud of jealousy, right? We'd all love to be our own Zillow, right? Where we have our own our own personal website where so much traffic comes to that everyone just goes to our website. But unfortunately, you know, for real estate agents, that's not the case because Zillow spent, you know, billions of dollars in advertising over the, over the past several decades or so. And so now all the eyeballs, you know, a lot, most of the eyeballs go there. But when it comes to this eye buying aspect, I do believe it's a big win for the real estate agent because- Right now, I well, not right now, but even in the past, real estate professionals can provide and do provide a service that ultimately does help the homeowner, right? There is no reason why a real estate agent who may have zero money, but can provide value because they're smart, they care, they're intelligent, they're going to negotiate, why they can't also provide an option like Zillow Offers or iBuying provides, Right? they have somebody they know that could an, uh, an investor you know they could go google go to they could, they could find investment money somewhere to provide a cash offer to a seller if that person said that's what they want to do right but the problem is elizabeth we've been we've been um you know trained for so many years right those are professionals that we take a listing we sell it traditionally that's what we do well here come along the i buy i buyers and realize that, you know, in, in Phoenix too, the market uh, at one point supported about 8% of all transactions due to some I, I buyers. Now, Phoenix is a little different because we're like the epicenter of all the disruption, right? But it was, I mean, it, it kind of still made it around 8%, right? It didn't really, be, it couldn't really take any more market share, but that's still a large segment of the market, right? So there are a, a huge segment of people, what they prove is that there's a huge segment of people out there that do value convenience over money. Right. Yeah. So now, it takes a
1: lot of work. I mean, we've talked about that in previous episodes too. It's, it takes a lot of work to get your home ready to list if you want to get top dollars, Some people would just rather not deal with any of that. I mean, right. I get it.
2: Which is crazy because you and I you sit go, Well, hold on. If you can make twenty five thousand more dollars, why in the world would you leave that on the table? Right. For for a little bit of work of getting your house right. ready. You yeah, know? but for some and, people,
1: the time is money. I mean time
2: is money. That's right. And 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 for a lot of people, a much bigger segment than what you know. All of us in the real estate profession, um, real estate industry thought, right? Uh, before they came along. So so now you have Zillow who comes in here and um, they are now not, not they, they, at first they announced they were ceasing, right? Stopping buying homes the rest of the year. Okay. Then about a week later, they came out saying they are done. They're folding their iBuyer program and they're no longer purchasing any properties, any more properties, right? Like they're done. Um, they, and it, part of the problem is they start buying too many properties at too high prices. And they got caught, right? And they realized the amount of losses they had on their books was only going to get worse as you move into quarter one, quarter two of 2022. I mean, they bought 3,800 homes alone in second quarter. 3,800 homes alone in second quarter of 2021. Here, right? And their goal, their CEO mentioned, you know, prior to that, their goal was to try to get to buying 5,000 homes a quarter, right? And and how fast can they get there? Well, they got there pretty fast, but the the problem along the way is they didn't plan well enough and they overpay for too many assets. And they started to lose money. Now, what's interesting is if you I read an article uh, by Brian Baer, the CEO of OfferPad, after this, after Zillow came out and announced that they're folding their iBuyer division. And by the way, they're, they're laying off like 35% of their workforce, right? Because of this, which is, you know, several thousand people.
1: It's <laughs> huge. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs because of this, right? Um, but now, OfferPad, you know, in an article, that CEO comes out and says that he thinks, I is i iBuyin, excuse me, is very relevant and very important to the marketplace. And that the only reason it didn't work for Zillow is not because iBuyin is bad, it's because Zillow's business model in terms of how they bought homes and how they chose to renovate and then resell, et cetera, et cetera, was broken and rushed. And it was not detailed enough. Now, if you look at the, the stats on this guys, OfferPad, they've been around for a little while. Right, and they are—they were the third largest between behind uh, Open Door and Zillow, and there was a reason because they have gone—they have gone slower now. They're based right here Phoenix. Go figure, right? Um, but they're in you know multiple, multiple different states across the country, but they have gone slower. And I think there's something to be said about that. Where I think he's probably correct because um, I don't see iBind, unfortunately going away, right? Because there are there's that segment of people that do like there's the market for it, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, guys, as real estate agents. What we need to do is not worry about if Zillow folds or if OfferPad will eventually stop iBine or if Open Door will go out of business, right? Or if they buy 3,000 homes a quarter or 300 homes a quarter. We need to stop worrying about that. What we need to do is recognize that the marketplace has spoken and said, there's a good segment of home sellers that value convenience over money. And therefore they're willing to take a cash offer on their house. So now as a real estate agent, how do we provide that value? right? How do we capture that marketplace? How do we become an offer pad, open door, Zillow offers, right? For our clients. So we should be walking into every single listing appointment with that in mind, knowing that if the seller says anything or hints towards that, right? After we ask our open-ended questions that we all should be asking the beginning of a listing appointment, right? And we figure out that, hmm, they might need to get out of here kind of quick, or they might, you know, be in some, some pain right now financially or whatever the case may be then you offer that solution. Well, would a cash offer be great? Because I have an investor or you yourself be the investor, be the principal, you buy the house or one of your investors buy the house, right? Well, But Kelly, I don't have the money to buy someone's house cash. Okay, maybe you don't. But I guarantee you, as sure as I say it today, you know someone who does, right? There are so many people out there that do have money, that would love to help someone, especially if they're younger, newer, hungry, motivated in the business, they would love to help you out. And they will partner with you 50-50 or some arrangement, and they'll give you the money if you bring the deal. Because they they can underwrite the deal. If they're not stupid, they'll look at it and go, yeah, it is a good deal if you can buy that X price. So there'll be an ROI on my money. Great job, you know, great job, Jimmy. Way to get that deal, right? It's it, It's out there, guys. I'm telling you right now, Buyers have proven it, so instead of getting wor- so so getting worked up and worrying about what they're doing, just recognize that they've proven that exists in the marketplace. So now go into your listing presentation with that with armed and ready to go to be one of your, to have one of your solutions be, I will buy your house cash, or one of my investors will buy your house cash. You don't need to go to these people because here's well, the other thing too, guys. This is something that no one talks about. Elizabeth is that. People, uh, these eye buyers, what they are very good at doing is, first of all, there's a fee, right? So their price is close to market value, say ninety-eight percent of market value, right? There's still a fee, right? It, it usually starts at five percent, goes up to you know seven, eight percent, i.e. a commission. They call it a service fee. So there's the commission, number one. And number two, when the uh, inspection takes place, nine times out of ten, they will then find something wrong deduct. with the house, correct, and they don't want you to fix anything. They want a credit and that credit is usually real hefty, right? Well, the AC works. Yeah, we recognize it works, but it is 13 years old. So it's getting close to its end of, end of lifespan. So we're going to need a $10,000 credit for that or whatever the case is, right? Mm-hmm. Then now, because it's been a 10 day inspection period, they drug it out a little bit. The seller center going, well, they're kind of committed, right? To the process. Like, I don't want to put a thing back in the market. I don't want to, okay, you got me. Here's $10,000 off my price. And that's where that's what they do a very good job doing. So you have to understand and people don't understand that that's usually what happens. So as an agent you have to educate the consumer and the seller regarding that process.
1: Absolutely. Um I think that we've talked about that I'm sorry my dog is barking, but I think that we've talked about that in a previous episode too all about being the resource for the real estate hub. I think that we've kind of said um you yes. need to be that for your client.
2: The real estate hub, the spoke in the wheel, right? And you have the multiple spokes of what you can do to help solve the problems—that's what we're paid for in real estate: solving problems for our consumers, right? For our sellers, for our clients, and that's the big thing. And the more, the better, the more complex problems you can solve, the more you're compensated. That's how it works. It's weird how that works that way, but that's how it works. So, guys, Zillow's out—big, big opportunity, right? Open door and Offerpad clearly they are going to try to enter in that space and, and pick up their market share. But there's opportunity there, guys. Right. There's opportunity. It knocks.
1: And um, yeah, so become the Zillow of your community. And if you find a deal and you need an investor, you might want to call Kelly. He might be able to help you out. Kelly, where can they reach you?
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. Elizabeth. Hey, we, I own several uh, properties out of state and um, I would, I'm, I'm always looking for a pretty good deal. Uh, so if you're out of state, love to contact me. I'll, I'll be, I might be that guy that hopefully have opportunity to maybe partner with you if you have a deal because I've been doing it 16 years and I was but I was once in your shoes 16 years ago, right? Or maybe 14 years ago or 13 years ago. So, love to love to reach out to me guys. Let me know about the deals you have too as well. 480-227-2028 or you can email at info@kellycookhomes.com.
1: And I usually have a really good segue to talk about our real estate building team, but this time I don't. We just talked about investing and selling real estate, but If you want to build your real estate team on top of all of that and have multiple sources for all of your clients and things like that, you can go to buildyourrealestateteam.com.
2: Bingo. You know that that's a hard one to remember right there.
1: (laughs) Still can't believe that we got that, but there it is for you. And um, next week, we will uh, have a new topic for you and we hope to see you then.
0: It'll be a good
2: one.
1: All right. Bye, Kelly. See you, Elizabeth.
2: Thanks, guys.